The energy transition is a long and winding road, and it needs to be taken step by step. Learn more at SiemensEnergy.com. This is Barron's Live. Each weekday, we bring you live conversations from our newsrooms about what's moving the market right now. On this podcast, we take you inside those conversations, the stories, the ideas, and the stocks to watch so you can invest smarter. Now, let's dial in. Hello, and welcome to today's Barron's Live. I'm Abby Schultz, the senior writer at Barron's Penta. And today I'm joined by three guests, Jackie Rentanen, um, co-head of Impact Investments at Hamilton Lane, which is a private markets asset management firm. Garrett Wilson, who is a senior leader at Hurdle Callahan, an outsourced CIO firm. And Sean Vereen, who is president of Stepping Stone Scholars, um, which is Stepping Stone um, aims to provide underserved students in Philadelphia, um, especially Black and Latino students, with sustainable access to academic and workforce opportunities. And we're going to be talking a lot about the, the latter today. So welcome to Jackie, uh, Garrett, and Sean. Thank you all for being with us. It's great to have you. Thanks. It's great to be here. Um, so we're going to talk about how together you're working to bring more underrepresented groups into the financial sector. And before we get started, I just want to remind our viewers and listeners, um, anyone who's tuning in, that you can write in questions for our guests, and I'll try to get to them before our time is up today. So, Garrett, maybe you could start us off and just tell us a little bit about the connection that brings all three of you with us here today. Yeah, no, thanks, Abby. Appreciate it. And it's great to be here. So, you know, why are we here? We're here because of the scholars. We're here because of the students and, uh, and really the lives that we aspire to positively impact through the partnership that's been built between Stepping Stone and a group of Philadelphia-based firms. And, you know, the three of us really just share a belief amongst our organizations that for diversity to advance in financial services, as well as other underrepresented industries, it, it requires action over talk. And it also requires a long-term mindset. If you're thinking about this through a long-term lens, it's really, really important. And, you know, we happen to be in an industry that is often sort of criticized for short-termism and quick fixes. So in that same way that we think about investing through a long-term lens, it's really important that we think about diversity being an intergenerational commitment. And uh, this is why the partnership with Stepping Stone is so powerful and the program that we're pursuing because it's about really opening doors and gaining industry exposure and really seeking out that change that we hope will make a difference for decades to come. And so really this is through a partnership between Stepping Stone Scholars and as I mentioned, a group of Philadelphia-based financial services firms. So Hurdle Callahan is the firm that um, I'm representing. Jackie represents Hamilton Lane. And those were two of the really you know, founding organizations of this partnership, but it also includes Vanguard, SEI, FS Investments, Janie Montgomery Scott, Dakota Investments, and PNC. So it's a big group in this endeavor. Yeah, that is a big group. Um, so Sean, it, it might be helpful for you to, at, at this point, just tell us a little bit more about Stepping Stone Scholars mm -hmm. and um, you know how you're, you're seeking to bring about change. And I understand you have a financial services focus program and how does that all fit into this work? Yeah, thank you. I'll talk a little bit about uh, Stepping Stone overall, and I'll, I'll talk about our Invenium Equity Internship. So Stepping Stone has been in Philadelphia for 22 years. Uh, we work with students from middle school all the way through college um, and in the workforce. Uh, we serve about 2,500 students uh, around the city with a particular focus on, on black and brown students. 
you know, we're really trying to embed our resources and services in schools, but as well as give opportunities for students. How do you narrow the gap between the economic and educational opportunities? Um, you know, Philadelphia has been a city where the poverty rate has been very high for longer than I've been alive. Um, so the goal for us is to have a long-term connection between education and economic opportunity for students. We're really excited about um, this partnership, the Invenium Equity Internship, this is the second year. We started a pilot year and Hurdle was one of our, Hurdle Callahan was one of our founding partners. Really trying to create opportunities for students who typically don't always have access to them for a top-notch opportunity in financial services. That's one of our local focus areas with this internship program. We started off um, really just trying to create an opportunity for seven students. This year, um, as Garrett was talking about, we have a number of partners and we have 20 students who are participating. $5,000 internships for the summer for eight to 10 weeks. They get uh, they just finished their prep week at Wharton um, where they are getting introduced to the different companies that they'll be working with, networking, getting prepared. Um, this is really about trying to create a network for students and then also trying to get companies engaged in the important work of supporting students while they're there. And that this is gonna to lead to, as Garrett talked about, long-term change. Um, so trying to create that space and opportunity, both for companies to learn about how to serve a wider range and work with a wider range of students. And then for those students to have opportunities into a field that has uh, enormous economic potential. Right. Um, well, Garrett, you, um were involved with the internship program last year, if I understand correctly. Um, and I know Hamilton Lane will be welcoming an intern class this year and June 6th, so very soon. Um, and Garrett, I was wondering if you could just tell us a little bit about your experience with the program. Um, you know, how did you measure success if that was, if that was something you did indeed do? <laughs> what, what, was, uh, what was the experience like? Sure. Well, it might be helpful just to sort of frame the program because sure. You know, Hurdle Callahan's support uh, for Stepping Stone goes back almost 15 years. Um, but it was really, you know, following the murder of George Floyd, which comes almost two years ago to the day, um, that one of our firm's senior advisors, Debbie Hurdle, sent a firm-wide email to our firm. And it was titled, Talking Isn't Enough. And uh, she really went, you know, challenged all of us to commit to action. Um, and really pursue an environment, workplace environment that reflects the values that truly matter to us. And that was about equality, fairness, and opportunity for everyone. Um, and so fast forward a year after that, we had our pilot program, which was the summer of 2021. Um, and it was awesome. Um, I think that the students that had that experience across a number of firms in Philadelphia really got their first taste of financial services. Um, and we saw that impact firsthand, you know, six out of the seven initial interns are going back into financial services this year. Um, and really, that was the catalyst for, you know, the Hurdle Callahan decision to, to financially support the initiative, as well as put a lot of resources into that. Um, and so having other Philadelphia organizations come into the fold and be a part of that is powerful. Um, and, you know, it's a it's a call to action for other organizations. We hope if you hear the work that is going on here and the, and the impact that we're having, we hope that you want to get involved as well. And so we're always open to others reaching out to Hamilton Lane or Hurdle Callahan or Stepping Stone to and we'd be happy to provide you with more information on how to get involved. Um, 
how old, actually one question I have is how old are the students? Are they going to be, um, are they out of school? Or are they still in school? Cause you mentioned that they're going back into financial services. So is that. Yeah. Um, so the, it's ranging typically, you know, we're looking at students in their junior and senior years. Okay. Um, and then some kids, students who have recently graduated, you know, we are also, as the, the program continues to grow, you know, we're thinking about even starting earlier um, in the college uh, uh trajectory. So, you know, perhaps even next year, starting in the sophomore year. Um, but right now it's focused on juniors and seniors and those who recently graduated. I see. Um, so one question I have, I know, I know both Hamilton Lane and Hurdle Callahan have been really working to create systemic change um, across asset management. And, and I'm wondering, um, Jackie, maybe you could talk about this. How do you see diversity, equity, and inclusion initiatives evolving in asset management, general, generally speaking, and maybe also at your firm? Is it slow going, or are you, are you starting to see some progress? Well, I think the good news is that we are starting to see change. I mean, it's evolved from what was for far too long just notional gestures to real, tangible, and concerted commitment. We're seeing commitment from resources and seniority focused on improving diversity, equity, and inclusion within the private market. We see many firms that have institutionalized their practices around diversity, particularly on the recruiting front. And now many are attempting to um, turn their attention to, to retention. But I think it's important to acknowledge that this is a marathon and not a sprint. I mean, the industry has been far too homogeneous for far too long to see change, but so fast, but we are seeing change. And we're really encouraged by particularly the, the diversity that we're seeing at the more junior ranks of organizations. And we think that will prove to show parity at the more senior levels um, as we go forward. We think that um, the, the change is real. We're seeing it, we're tracking it. We're inquiring about it when we're talking to managers. And so, we believe the change is happening. Yeah. And I, you know, would just add, Abby, that it requires this commitment on both sides, right? That um, as Jackie talked about, this is really a marathon that you have to work urgently on every day to be able to make sure that firms not only are taking in more diverse uh, workforce, but they're also helping to retain mm -hmm. and think about the practices that need to change to be able to serve uh, work with uh, a wider range of, of employees that's going to benefit the firm, but at the same time, it's, it's going to be different. Um, and then on our side, you know, we really tried to take the learnings from last year to really think about how do we embed the practices and preparations that maybe students are not exposed to because of the networks or places that they are um, that are going to make them more successful. And really thinking about that even back into the work that we're doing at high school and middle school so that we have a pathway for, for students to be prepared and be successful. Yeah, that was Abby, um, to, to interrupt, but just to emphasize what Garrett had said earlier, you know, it really is a call to action. And I think the most important thing is that every company, no matter what their size, can do something. There's something that they can do internally to start to make change. And that's, I think, the most exciting part because that's where change happens. Um, I, 
I'm wondering, and Sean, if you could maybe talk to this a little bit, you know, you, you talked about, I guess, resources and, and whether or not you should start earlier. I, I'm wondering when, when this um, program came up, if you found students were interested, um, did you get a lot of, did a lot of kids apply? You know, was there, was there a feeling like this was a path that this, that they wanted yeah, the I mean, to work with that they wanted to take. Yes, I mean, so look, there there are you know twice as many applications as there were spots this year. Mm. Um, we think that's going to continue to grow. Yeah. Um, you know, if you think about the sort of well beaten path from institutions that are easily recognizable, colleges and universities, we've really tried to take students from different kinds of institutions and spaces that are coming from the Philadelphia region and area. Um, we know there's a lot of interest and students. I mean, look, this is America. People are looking for opportunities all of the time. Um, and we mm -hmm. often talk about motivation. We see this every day that our students want the opportunities. We have to open the doors for them. And we have to understand that it's not just opening the door. It's really being able to support and prepare and push people in that direction. When we think about you know, folks who uh, are connected to the financial services industry, it's a lot of family uh, connections, right? Things that are in the water of how they grew up, um, where they see people who can hire them, you know, they can take unpaid internships, other kinds of opportunities to prepare themselves for. We have to do the same thing for kids who are just as smart, but it's not in the water for them, right? They may not have the fam familiar connections, but to learn more about the industry is one of the purposes of this internship, right? Many of the students will have rotations where they get to see that it's not just about investments, it's a whole range of opportunities in the industry. Putting together opportunities like that, and just like Jackie said, you can open the door and you have to keep it open and you have to be committed to preparing the workspace as well as the students who are to get ready for the opportunity. Right, right. Um, Jackie, you mentioned that you have to start, uh, you know, I, I guess I'm wondering where do you start? Like for for companies that may be like starting on this path, where what's the best place? Is it is it through recruitment? Is that is that it or? Well, we would say certainly recruiting is a starting point. I mean, you build a junior pipeline. You can appoint resources and committees to really direct progress, and you can develop programs internally. At Hamilton Lane, we have what we would say is a comprehensive approach because there's not one answer. We have another, you know, a real, um, a, a number of initiatives for which Stepping Stone Scholars was really an extension. So we have both paired with leading partners like Stepping Stones and we've created our own programs. So we have an outreach really focused on introducing, educating and attracting a diverse talent pool. So we have examples like an under, undergraduate women's summit that we had created five years ago, really targeting women across Asia and Europe and the US. We have a campus outreach program that globally um, targets diverse colleges to really educate those populations about our industry. We've partnered with girls who invest for five years. We've also partnered with organizations like Out Investors to really um, reach a global network of LGBT plus uh, investment professionals, 10,000 black interns in the UK. And so of course, Stepping Stone Scholars was really just a natural extension for us. And one that allowed us to really focus on what we think is key, which is education. And Abby, if I, if I don't, if I can jump in just quickly. Yep. Um, 
I think that the recruitment is important. The pipeline is very important, um, but it's going to be very hard to recruit individuals that have historically been underrepresented if they don't feel as if they're walking into an inclusive environment. And so I think it's really important that you strive to enhance culture. Um, you know, at Hurdle Callahan, we are an investment office for mission-driven nonprofits and philanthropically minded families. So we, we basically serve as an extension of their staff and our clients cut across almost 50 states. So inherently our business connects with a wide variety of constituents. So it's, it's our clients and the local communities in which and missions in which they uphold and support, whether that's research, education, healthcare. And so you add on our employees and their families, the industry broadly, the investment managers that we allocate to and how we invest, the vendors that we hire for technology and other services. So when you think about diversity, equity and inclusion and belonging and trying to facilitate an environment, it's important that we always think about how are we doing it at every constituent level. And so Stepping Stone is a perfect way for us to engage in the local community, within the industry as a, as a whole, trying to lift it all up um, and also you know, really enhancing the, the pipeline of students moving into asset management broadly. You know, other areas are, you know, what are you doing on the culture side to ensure that your organization is a welcoming environment for them to step into? So that is a core belief of, of firms. They want to make sure they're upholding that. But you have to be hard at work to train your employees, to make sure that you have the understanding of what unconscious bias is and how it can implement decision, how it can affect your decision making. And so it's really important that, you know, we're in the early innings here, but I really think that's an important aspect of that. And then you could even go on to the investment program. How are you thinking about diversity when you hire managers? So all of these things are so intertwined. And um, it's really important that you don't think about it as one level. It's really multi-tiered. Yeah. And I, and I would just add that, you know, one of the reasons that, and why we're so excited to have Hurdle and Hamilton Lane as partners, and we think about all the partners at, at, the, at the table with us for this Inventium Equity Internship, is that it, it, it's not charity. You know, when I was sitting and talking to our students, our 20 uh, interns who were at the Wharton School in a beautiful classroom, I talked about them being there because we need to make that kind of commitment to our future. You know, they need to be in these spaces. It's a business function in need, right? And Garrett talked about this. It cannot just be recruitment. It is about culture. It is about how do you move through the ranks and who gets to be managers and hiring managers who are making decisions. It's very natural for people to hire people who look like them and come from places they came from. So you have to make a long-term business commitment to changing practice, which will be to the benefit of everyone, right? And so we are very much trying to partner with, with companies that have a, an intrinsic understanding that this isn't really just about giving a spot to a few interns, right? That this is about making, as Garrett and Jackie talked about, long-term change that's going to make a real difference in the industry. Jackie, did you, did you have a point there you were going to no, jump in on? I was on? really going to just highlight and emphasize what Garrett had said and really what Sean had said. You know, at an organization, it's really important that it be a strategic objective, that there is a commitment, as Garrett said, to uh, a culture of inclusivity. And I would say that there's accountability, 
that in fact it is part of how people are measured internally and externally. You know, at Hamilton Lane, we published our diversity, equity, and inclusion report. You can see it, you can find it on our website. We think that transparency is how we hold ourselves accountable and how the industry holds us accountable and, and, and maybe turns to the lens internally as well. I'm curious whether, you know, both both you, Garrett and, and Jackie, if you could speak to any challenges that you um, find like day to day, just in terms of, of carrying out this mission, um, because it, it, it seems like uh, it could it could present challenges. So I'm, I'm curious what what your experience has been. I would just say that um, you want to run, but you need to walk. I mean, I think that you have to take steps along the way. I think great examples are you have to have the baseline data. Um, you have to measure it over time and it takes time to ensure you're improving and holding people accountable. Um, and that's applicable both at us, at our firm as a whole, also with the investment managers that we hire. So after, over the last few years, we've spent time to just collect data on, on their diversity, equity and inclusion statistics really and now it's going to take time to ensure that they're advancing, that they're improving, and we're holding them accountable. So I'd just say that you want to go so fast, but it's really important that you lay the groundwork first to ensure that you don't you know, fall flat uh, by coming out of the starting gate too fast. Couldn't agree more. It is about the data. It is about meeting uh, investors where they are. It's about progress, and it's about continual progress. But as our CEO always likes to say, this business is an apprenticeship type business. So we should embrace that model as we are thinking about making these really important changes. It's about exactly what we're talking about here, bringing students in, educating, exposing, and helping them to see themselves in this industry, see themselves with others like them, sharing the same types of passion or investing in clients and, and really see a future here. I wanted uh, Garrett to talk about uh, the gift that you gave to Stepping Stone Scholars, not you personally, but your firm, Hurdle Callahan. I understand one reason the program got off the ground this year is with a million dollar um, grant from Hurdle Callahan. Uh, can you just tell us more about that, Garrett, and what, and what it will be doing for Stepping Stone's program why, and why you gave the grant? You know, so if we go back to the summer, last summer, um, and seeing just firsthand I think the impact, engaging with some of the students, having the opportunity to work side by side and see, you know, one student came back and said, you know what, after my internship, I redid my whole curriculum for my next year of school, you know, really focused on finance, uh, really focused on numbers and accounting. And I think that that was like really tangible, like you could feel it. And I think after the pilot program, I think we were long-term believers. And as a result, um, we were excited about making not only a financial commitment, but a resource commitment to Stepping Stone to really be able to sort of scale this program and bring in great organizations like Hamilton Lane and others to really join us in this important work. Um, and so you know, it always takes resources and time to be able to get things off the ground and running. Um, and after our small experience in the pilot program, it, we were convinced that this could be extremely meaningful. Um, and obviously, you know, 
Sean's support and knowing his leadership within that group was really important. Um, and so we were really excited to, to be able to, you know, just cat catapult uh, the program and be able to make some more meaningful change. Uh, Sean, I'm, I'm curious just about um, what the students have been going through at this, the, this prep session, um, what's involved with that. And, um, and then once they go to these various firms all across the city, what will they be doing? Yeah, and I, I just, you know, before we pivot into that, I just want to say that yeah. the commitment by Hurdle is really profound, right? Because it's not just about cutting a check. It is about opening up their networks to help build out the internship program, right? We went from yeah. seven to 20 interns because of that support um, and having the excitement that Hurdle had last year and translating that into partnerships and their reputation with other organizations. I think the other piece, too, that, that I would want to emphasize this is a long-term commitment, right? We're working with the Wharton School to embed financial services, related courses into high schools in Philadelphia, where kids typically do not have resources. So that pathway and pipeline starts really early, and it's going to take time, right? The, the sort of walking that Garrett talked about, right? We have to walk every day pointed towards a longer-term mission. And so we're excited about what this gift is going to allow us to do, because it requires people, People like Alexis Pugh and Chris Chaplin, who are on our workforce team, we're actually working with interns. So um, as you were asking about, right, kids are now finishing their prep week. They'll be starting on June 6th. They are going to be in some places, uh, you know, working in rotations um, and different uh, areas of the firms that they belong to. Mentorship was really important. We wanted to make sure that they have mentors at the firms, because I think this is a two-way street. One, exactly as Jack and Garrett talked about, feeling like you're welcome in that space and knowing that you learn by having mentors who help you show what the work is. And a lot of our students talked about the kind of profound impact that that kind of mentorship had on their experiences and some returning this year to do it again. And then also for the mentors themselves, I had a chance to go and talk to the team at Hurdle um, you know, not too long ago. And a lot of the mentors talked about how powerful it was to have that experience. Um, you know, uh, John Hurdle, the head of Hurdle Callahan, came to talk to the interns. It's a transformative experience also for the folks who are being the mentors. And so that's an important component of this. We are also checking in with students consistently and constantly. You know, this can be a huge change, right? Culturally, it's, it's and anything, right? As a young person trying to experience a new field, we want to stay in constant contact with students. And then we bring them together over the course of their time so that they can feel like there are people like them who are going through similar experiences. And this is a network, right? We want them to network with folks at the firms and people that they've met in their prep week and then they'll continue to meet as a part of the program, but also each other, right? We know when we create those peer relationships and none of the interns are at a firm by themselves, those peer relationships are just as important, right? Maybe sometimes even more so than even the services we provide because then they see people who are like them and can share that experience with them and they know that they're not alone. Right. Um, one thing I'm curious about is, so this is a great program and, uh, and, and really, you know, filtering out throughout the city of Philadelphia. Do you see any similar programs happening across the country? Um, is it seems like it, it could be a template actually that could be used in other places. I'm just curious whether or not you've had those kinds of discussions. 
Yeah, I mean, look, I think that there are a number and, you know, Jackie laid out really well that a lot of these firms are doing all kinds of work across the country with HBCUs, historically by colleges and universities, um, yeah. different spaces, right? Because I think part of this is, is that you're going to have to have many different kinds of avenues. You know, we think this is a model that we want to continue to grow. We also have a number of other industry partners, right? Looking at the life sciences, which is a huge um, industry in Philadelphia, um, looking at opportunities in education, um, looking at opportunities uh, in business um, and, you know, not just in, in this inventing equity internship. And we are using what we're learning in this internship program to inform that work that we're doing in other spaces. We have a partnership with Penn Engineering and looking at computer science. So we know that there are other industries and in creating opportunities. The big focus for us is Philadelphia. Um, you know, we believe, right, and, and uh, you know, Jackie said it really well, this is a call to action. Everybody, right, including Stepping Stone, has to be in the business of creating opportunities for young people. So uh, there are a lot of opportunities on a national level, but really we are in the business of trying to create opportunities for our hometown. Um, that's the big goal. We think we're going to make national change. If you can move that poverty rate, if we can get companies, you know, like Hamilton Lane and Hurdle Callahan to make commitments to young people and make those commitments in the long term, it's going to have a huge impact on our city and beyond. Garrett or Jackie, any thoughts on, I, I guess I'm wondering if you've talked with colleagues and elsewhere in the financial services or asset management world outside of the, outside of the city. Well, we certainly have examples of programs that were involved in outside of this area. So in London, we work with 10,000 Black interns and Gain Girls are our investors. And so there are different programs in different geographies, but we would say that what Seven Stone Scholars is doing is quite phenomenal. And so we do think that you'll see more of this. We would certainly encourage other organizations like ours to find partners because as Sean said, these students are hungry for the opportunity, hungry for the, um, for the ability to learn and to be in a cohort of peers and, and to start to develop their own experiences. And I'll just say, getting back to, to Sean's point about being just focused in Philadelphia and then drawing a parallel with let's walk before we run. I really think that there's so much to be done, um, but we can see the progress that we make, we can measure it over time. And ultimately, we would love to share the stories. I and mean, we have offices around the country as well, and we would love to share that story and that program with other communities throughout the country. Great. Well, thank you all. We have reached the end of our time, unfortunately. <laughs> But uh, I really enjoyed uh, learning more about the program, and thank you all for you know these really concrete ways that you're making making a difference. Um, I think it's really instructive for everyone. Um, and to our listeners, please join Barron's Live again on Tuesday after the Memorial Day holiday when Mansion Global's Leslie Hendrickson and George Watu, who is senior economist at Realtor.com, will be speaking with real estate agents from um, the North Carolina invest investor. Investor Jackson Christie's International Practice, that's, that's a long name, about the draw of the Sun Belt for remote workers. So thanks, everyone. Thank you, Abby. Thank you. Thank you. Stay safe and healthy. The energy transition is a long and winding road, and it needs to be taken step by step. Learn more at SiemensEnergy.com.